I'm Gina Joy, and you are listening to Best Self Talk Podcast. Welcome to episode nine, everybody, of Best Self Talk Podcast. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about financial coaching, some tips on how to save, how to invest, um, everything finance, guys, we're going to cover in this episode. So stay tuned. I'm excited to share some good tips that I've used, that I do use now, um, and as well as some research that I've, um, and things that I've researched and found um, that um, are amazing tips and tools. So I'll be sharing all of that. So make sure you stay tuned. This is episode nine, guys. Thanks for listening. So I want to tie, um, as I do everything um, in in these episodes, to our mental health. So our financial well-being is tied to our mental health, believe it or not. Um, How we um, spend, um, how we view money, how we um, interpret money um, comes very much so from the way that we view the world and our health um, mentally. Um, If you're operating from a place of brokenness, you're going to spin from a place of brokenness. If you're operating in your life from a place of wholeness, you're going to spin that way. Your spinning will reflect um, how you feel. Um, So believe it or not, they're tied. So I want to spend some time talking about that, guys, um, specifically, and then also give you guys some good tips and tools um, that I've learned along the way that I use personally that's been rewarding, um, as well as some things that I've I've learned um, just doing some research and um, excited to kind of share with you guys some resources. So Let's just jump right in. Um, so like I just said, um, it's tied to um, our, our mindset, um, how we view the world is, right? So money is no different. Um, so if my ability to operate in the world from a place where I know that I'm confident, um, I know um, you know what I'm, what I'm capable of, I have um, a self-awareness, I know what my triggers are, I know what stores to stay away from, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So it, literally, really, it, it just ties that back to um, our, our awareness of ourselves and our mental health. Um, so I want to kind of go into how do we um, prevent ourselves from operating out of a place of brokenness, right? So I talked about being self-aware, um, talked about triggers, um, learning those, knowing what, what feeds you that's good, what feeds you that, that is not good. Um, but you also want to be careful around um, your spinning base to emotion, Um it's okay, and I know we say retail therapy, right? We, we talk about that, and that's a saying. It's a real thing. Um, but you want to be careful because if you become so dependent on spending to make you feel better, that's a dangerous place to be in um, because life is too unpredictable for that. Um, and you, and you want to be secure and you want to save and you want to make sure that you have a plan financially for not only you but for your kids, for those who are coming after you. Um, all of that is important, and you can't do that um, you know, and, and really have that plan set if, you know, your immediate response to every emotion that's negative is to go spend your money. Um, because all that then does is create more, you know, um, worry and more stress for you. Um, so to avoid that, um, the best way, number one, is to deal with your emotions in a healthy way. So maybe if I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend only a certain amount right? I'm going to leave my credit cards at home. I'm going to leave my, my debit card at home. 
Um, I'm only going to take $20 in cash or $50 in cash, and I'm going to go have myself some lunch. I'm going to go, do, you know, maybe you just get my eyebrows done. Something small um, where I'm not breaking the bank, but I still get that feeling of satisfaction that you get from retail therapy. So it's about being smart about how you do it. If you're going to if you're going to indulge, don't overindulge. Um, but making sure that you're cognitive of that and that you're not, it's a dangerous slope that you don't, that you don't, um, that you're, that you're aware that, that, that it is a dangerous slope, right? When you're going to use your finances to cheer you up. Um, so in doing that though, like I said, if you, if you're going to be responsible around it, that's totally fine. Um, but you just want to make sure that you're consistent with it. Um, one thing that I do is I leave reminders on my phone. I have, um, the notes app. So I'm able to kind of see, okay, and track, you know, you want to track your spending. That's one thing, but you also want to track what you're spending on. Um, it's, it's very interesting to see like, okay, I know I'm spending a lot more on food, you know, maybe I'm eating a little bit more, um, or, you know, I'm spending a little bit more on whatever it may be. Right. Um, so it's interesting to see that and know where your money is going, but then also to kind of keep yourself in check, you know, was it maybe, you know, during a certain time of the month (laughs) that I did a little more spending than other times of the month or what I'm spending on. Right. Like I said. Um, so you want to kind of be able to check yourself and do little things like that. If it's the notes on your phone, if it's writing it down in a notebook or a calendar, you know, as you spend it. Um, but you want a tangible way that you can see it and track it um, to hold yourself accountable. Right. So that's that's first and foremost is making sure that you're in check with yourself um, because you can't handle your finances if you if you yourself are not in a place um, of, of, of um, well-being your best, you know. All right. So, um, that's kind of the difference between operating out of that brokenness and that wholeness, um, kind of thing. So now let's talk about some, just some specific ways, um, that you can, um, benefit from saving. So there's a couple different ways that you can save. There's a traditional way of, you know, opening up your savings account. I love Ally. I have a couple different savings accounts with them. Um, because it's it's so easy and it's they make it hard to withdraw, which is something good for me. Um, if there's a penalty on it, I'm less likely to withdraw the money. Um, so LA is a good good um, online banking. Um, but if you want, you know, something like a credit union, um, they have less fees. So if you want to do banking with, if you're worried about fees and you know overdraft fees or late fees, different things like that, um, you know, you can definitely look into credit unions. I would recommend that. Um, but whatever financial institution that you go with, you want to just make sure that one, that you're getting a good um, interest rate um, on the savings, um, that it has some type of return on your savings. You want to look into that. Um, and then um, making sure that you are allocating a certain percentage of your check into those accounts. Um, never just open a savings account and leave it there for you to be depositing money into yourself. Unless you're really, really good about it. Um, if you're someone like me, I'm going to forget. Um, so it's really good to allocate a certain percentage out of your income to go into that account. And then it takes it off the top. You don't see it. It's gone and you can budget without it. And you know it's sitting over to the side. And like I said, if it's in an account where it penalizes you to withdraw more than a certain amount of times in a year, um, it'll definitely deter you away from pulling that money out. Um, so you want to kind of be smart about in knowing you, right, going back to that self-awareness and, and knowing you and knowing your triggers um, and knowing what's going to work for you so that way you can um, save efficiently. 
um, that along with investing, that's going to be the biggest one. Um, I've used everything from a 401k to an IRA, um, whatever route you want to go into. And part of my financial coaching, I go into that in more detail to give you the background. But do your research. Do your research. Find out what these different types of investment um, types are. What's going to work out the best for you. Do you find, do you think you're going to be withdrawing, you know, this money in the next 10 to 15 years? Or is it something that you're going to be able to let sit um, until you retire? Um, if that's what you're saving for, what are you saving for? What's important to you? Is it short-term goals? Is it long-term goals? Is it both? You know, I have accounts for both my short-term and my long-term goals. Um, and, and you want to just, again, um, be very um, cognitive of keeping track of of you know, what you're doing and what you're spending if you're moving money out of them. You want to try not to touch what's going into your savings, right? You want to keep it there um, until you reach that goal and then you can take it out and go do what you need to do with it. Um, so looking at different types of savings accounts um, or investment accounts um, as well. Ally has investing. I also do Ally investing. Makes it very easy. You can build the portfolio with, uh, manually or you can have them build it for you or you can do a bit of both. Um, so I did a bit of both um, and that's what I, I recommend. But, you know, however it works out best for you, if you need um, more of a financial planner or a financial guide, um, um you know, you could definitely reach out to myself, but there are institutions that just work with financial. Um, I could, I'm going to talk about credit restoration in a little bit, but um, there's financial planners that you can um, have access to and, and be able to ask those questions. Um, you know, if I, you know, do an early withdrawal or if I do this type of an account, what does this look like for me specifically with my goals that I'm trying to stay for? Right. So um, being not being afraid to reach out to resources along the way. No one knows it all. I don't know it all. I still have to reach out um, to resources. Um, and that's why I love Ally, because they they make it very easy to contact them, chat with them. Any questions that I have around my accounts, I, I can reach them and, and get it answered. Um, that's kind of in a nutshell around savings. Um, like I said, there's different ways um, that you can do it, but just find what works the best for you. Um, and then now let's talk about some income, some different forms of income, right? You know, we, we all know we have our traditional forms where we go in, um, we have our job, um, or you have your business and you're, you're getting paid that way. Um, but there's ways that you can get income, either passive or residual, um, that will benefit you as well. So a couple of things, um, a couple of ways of, um, of passive income um, that we can talk about. The first being an ebook. I wrote an ebook and uh, published it through Amazon um, Direct Publishing um, or Kindle. I'm sorry, Direct Publishing (KDP). Um, very easy process. I am going through it again with my second ebook. I'm going to do the same thing with publishing it through Amazon. They make it so easy um, to track your sales, get your your payments um, every quarter. Um, the whole process, um, except the writing process, that's something that you obviously have to come with already. Um, but everything as far as marketing it, um, it makes it so easy to do. Um, and then we can talk about um, that as well. I actually have a workshop coming up on October 28th. Um, so be sure that you guys go register for it. It is free for current clients. It's also free for the first 10 people who sign up. Um, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. 
yay <laughs> so super excited about that um so first 10 people absolutely free um like i said you can sign up go to the website best self coaching services llc.com there's a mobile app um on there that you can download to your phone and be able to sign up for the class um pay for it um if you are not the first 10 people go be the first 10 people so it's free um there's six spots left um but if you, um, you know, if, if you are not part of the first 10, it's only $39. It was originally 50. I've lowered it down to 39. Um, so I'm excited for you guys to sign up and learn all about writing an ebook, how to market it, how to monetize it and make money in your, in your sleep. So that ties into, again, being a form of passive income. Um, that you don't have to continuously work for. And it's very easy to, very little startup costs to write. Um, so again, that's a way, of, a form of to get some income um, as well. Um, so credit. So I kind of want to talk about credit a little bit, guys. Um, there's so many different um, credit restoration companies and people that you can go to to work with it. What I will tell you that worked the best for me, and I also offer it as part of my financial coaching um, services, um, is is obviously knowledge of credit. You need to be knowledgeable about credit. So one of the most important things around credit, guys, um, is to understand that it is a moving target. It's not a set number. It's not a set destination, right? It's, it's going to keep fluctuating um, throughout your life. There's different facts factors that you can't control and there's some things that you can um, so what I would suggest is to look into credit understanding it for yourself even if you're working with a, a person that's going to help you get things off of your credit report know what that looks like know what the three credit bureaus are um, know have their information you know you should be able to write to Experian and TransUnion um, yourself um, and, and be able to, um, you know, if, if something isn't looking right, um, go onto their website and they do disputes like right on from the website. So kind of familiarize yourself with, um, with credit and with understanding what it looks like. And again, looking at it from a perspective of that, it is a moving target. I think a lot of times we think that we're going to get to this magic number and it stays that magic number forever. No, your credit file ages, there's different things that go on. Um, so you just want to make sure that you are always looking and looking at that um, tools to help you there's so many different tools out there um, every, pretty much every um, credit card um, if you're paying you know you're making you have an online account with your credit cards um, pretty much every single one of them will do some sort of credit monitoring I know um, with my car payments when I log on they do it as well um, so kind of you know pay attention to that sometimes it might not pop out right away but look through the web page or the website and see if they have some type of credit monitoring service that they offer um, it could be free where every time you log in you can know what your score is so look for little things like that because you want to know what, you, what that score is and you want to know um, what's affecting it as well um, so understanding just the basics will help you um, and like I said you can still work with other people and companies and all of that but you want to know what's happening with for yourself right you always want to know for yourself too 
Um, so asking those questions, have them show you what they're doing. What does that dispute letter look like? What are they saying in there? Um, some companies will be hesitant to share that information. Um, but, you know, if, if, if you ask enough and enough people, you know, you can find the answers, right? And again, I offer that as part of my financial coaching. So you can ask me too. <laughs> um, but there's still so much about it that I don't know. So I'm always researching and looking for things too when I, as I come across it. Um, so again, just understanding credit um, at the very basics, doing your due diligence to, to acknowledge um, or educate yourself so you're knowledgeable about it. Um, that's very important. All right. So um, wealth building, I want to talk about that too, because that looks different for everybody. But the end goal should be to have something left over for your kids or the generation behind left um, after you. Um, you know, there's different ways of that. There's insurance policies, right? There's, um, you know, making them beneficiaries of your, your accounts and your, or if you have an estate. Um, I would suggest um, looking into ways that you can invest your money so that way that it grows beyond just you working. There's going to come a day where you can't work anymore, right, for all of us. Um, there's unforeseen things that happen. We can get sick. We can lose our job. Um, so you want to always be thinking ahead and thinking, okay, if something happens to me, what then will happen to my kids? You don't want to just live in the moment and just live for you. You want to always be thinking a couple of steps ahead and playing chess and not checkers, right? All right, so um, so wealth building, again, that looks different for everybody. That can come in the form of investing. That can come in the form of um, real estate. You know, if you're not afraid to um, get your hands dirty and get into real estate and, and um property management and that kind of thing or flipping houses um i'm not as privy to that uh, world of information so again that's where like i said i don't know everything <laughs> i would then um reach out to my resources to find out more about um real estate and, and specifically about um like flipping houses and all of that but there's so many different ways so many different avenues um to to building wealth um long-term wealth um, beyond just what's in what's in your checking account right now. Um, so, like I said, investing, saving, um, looking at different ways you can have passive income, um, you know, so that you can leave something behind. Um, never borrowing if you do not have the money. Do not go borrow when you are broke. That's the worst time to borrow. I know it doesn't make sense. It makes seems like it would make more sense to borrow when you're broke, but it does not. If you don't have the money to pay for that loan, right when you take it out, do not take it out um, because the interest alone will defeat the purpose of you taking it out. If you really have to and it's a dire need situation, then do what you got to do. Um, but if you can avoid taking out any loans, um, especially um, heavy interest loans, um, I, w- I would definitely um, suggest that you you look at a different route. You know, can you borrow from somebody that you can pay right back where there's no interest? Um, you know, do you have a 401, okay, 401k that you can borrow against? There is a penalty um, for that, but if it's worth it and it's something big enough, it's less interest and you're paying yourself back um, when you take out a, um, against your 401k. So you want to kind of always be thinking about different ways and being creative. You know, there's not one way to do any of this. There's multiple ways. And, and along the way, you can find different avenues and different ways along the way that changes. So again, it's all about finding what's going to work for you um, the best. 
and so yeah so guys that's pretty much in a nutshell everything that I wanted to cover financial wise um, like I've always um, said in the previous episodes you guys please give me your feedback around it um, if there's more that, that you want me to cover um, or that if you want to talk one-on-one specifically hit me up um, again the website's bestofcoachingservicesllc.com um, so again just um, so happy that you guys listened um, and appreciate you guys for rocking on this podcast with me this is episode nine um, out of the ten um, for the season one um, so again thank you for listening and make sure that you walk in your purpose and enjoy the walk along the way thanks and have a good one <laughs>